0: What's up? Welcome to the No Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta, and thanks for tuning in. Thank you for leaving a positive review if you're, you know, digging what's in your ears. I appreciate it, and it's free. So I appreciate it in advance. Thank you very much. You can follow along on social media, at Rick Beta. that's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. So starting off with Stoop House. That's right. Stoop House. They released their latest. It's a full length video, a film by, you know, Brock Sheeran. And this was good times indeed. Sam Ogden, a.k.a. Sammy Boy, he opened up, he had a great opening part, opened up the whole damn thing. I mean, dude even skated vert, uh, namely without pads. You know, but I wanted to stress and point out is that he gave us a dose of some wheels spinning in the air, which, you know, I love. I love that sound. Can hear it right now. Wait, yeah, I can hear it right now, and it's twice, twice. Like I said, love that sound, especially with uh headphones on. It's very nice. I love how they had kind of like throughout the whole video. I mean, the whole crew was in there, but they added like some Clay Criner like getting pumped up for no reason about a minute 15 in. It's like, whoa, what's going on? What happened? And it was not tied to the. He did a half cab into the uh, LA River, which seconds before, but it's like it was kind of like a, a, an interesting edit. But it worked for me, you know. It got me pumped up as well. I was like, "Damn, I want to hire Clay to be like my hype man, just walking behind me, and go, Rick, yeah, you got this, dude. Yeah, yeah. You put that shopping cart back in the thing. Yeah, dude, that was amazing. You know, for just everyday things in life, I want to be my hype man. However, no, it turns out it was it's for that long ass feeble that he did right after. Yeah, so and that was long. It was dipped. But I was like, you know me, I was looking around I was like, where the hell are they at? Because I was like, look at those gas prices. Definitely not in San Jose, California. That's they weren't there. Nope. Even if this was filmed what a year or two ago, nope, not for those prices. Four twenty nine. That's like winning the lottery. Fill up all your cars if you see the price like that. Yeah. I love how that dude with the cigarette and uh, the Gatorade, you know, he patiently waited for him to land, you know, and then you know, kind of went on his way. And I never, well, the thing is, I never understood dudes who like smoke within like 100 feet of a gas station. I mean, that's just gangsta, right? Like, no fear at all. I'd have to be like a thousand feet away, you know, walk down the street, make a left, make a right, another left, right, keep going. Am I good? Okay, now I can fire it up. Got to be safe out there. And was that dude flipping us off? Like, look at his middle finger. That that was, like, interesting, dude. I mean, it sure looked like it to me. Depending on how many times he had to wait. It's like, screw you guys. And how about that back three at a minute, 28 seconds? Oh, yeah. I mean, for one, it was on a full pipe. You know how difficult that is on a full pipe? Because there's no flap on them. You know how much I love flap on them. Or I guess I should say the lack of it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I did, well, last uh, summer, I went on the full pipe here in Lake Cunningham. I'm like, this is why I don't like full pipes. <laughs> it's not fun. It's too much stress. Too much thinking. You're up, down, up, down. Turn, turn. It's no pro- You got to process it so fast. It's a lot to process. But well done, Sam. That was nice. And you know, I just have to mention this late shove it, minute 42. It was at that DIY spot. what well, had about a four-foot gap to do it as well. That was just Butter, butter, baby. And that pool that he skated about two minutes in, I had to point this out because it reminded me of the, I only skated like a handful of like legit pools back in the day, like not a skate park pool. And it had kind of the same layout. It was kind of more, it wasn't round. It was more of a rectangle. And, and I remember it had the same sort of transition as that. And we were, at the time, we were just trying to get over the, um, the pool light. So that was our goal. We were trying to get up the coping. Let's just get up and over the pool light, front side or back side, whatever. You know, let's do it. And I'm pretty sure it was somewhere in Sunnyvale, California, for those uh, you know living in the Bay Area. I'm pretty sure, probably near. And I I do remember. It's kind of weird that I remember this too. It was definitely near the golf land on El Camino in Sunnyvale. Like I said, it's crazy. I remember details like that, but you know I often forget what I barely remember what I did last week. Yet alone maybe yesterday but I don't know I just it reminded me of that pool and it was a fun pool is why I had to point that out it wasn't round which is cool like those square or more rectangular pools those are fun I highly recommend them anyway back to Sam so he you know he was just kind of reaching for my heart when he did a late shove to disaster three minutes in doing that in a pool as well come on man I was like dude now you're just showing off showing off at this point. And this ender was pretty tight, too. So we saw two of those, two back threes like, to fakie, and two late shove variations. And, I mean, it's needless to say, this guy is a full-on ATV. And he's been, been killing it for decades. I think there are like, videos of him back when he was, like, seven years old or something on YouTube. It was, like, way back. He's been on the woodward. He's just been all over the place, killing it in the game. Attacks so many different variations and with E, so, very cool part. <laughs> I, I, I wrote this down too. What the hell was going on? It was that party. Oh, I should have timestamped it. It was with all the red solo cups. What game is that? They were all stacked up. And all I know is the dude missed the shot. It's like he had to bounce. A, it's like, a, Is it a variation of um, beer pong? So, he missed the shot. And, he, and they stuffed the cup in the top or something. He had to guzzle that drink down. Of course, he was... He spilled like ninety percent of it along the way. <laughs> it like it reminded me of the scene in, in Airplane, right when Ted Stryker admits that he has a drinking problem and just <sighs> just pours it all over himself. You know, it looked exactly the same. But I don't know what the game that was. Is that something new? I know I'm a little out of the the quote unquote loop, so to say. But is that a new college party trick that I don't know about or party uh, game? But I would, if I were, I would have blown the whistle and twirled my finger for that one. I'm like, no, 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 dude, no, no. You have to, you have to wring out that shirt now. Drink that too. Put that in the cup. Drink the rest, man. You didn't drink hardly any of that drink. It, it all was on the ground of your shirt. That doesn't count. But then again, if you think about it, though, that is a kind of a good trick, you know. If you truly don't want to drink, like, say you're you got sucked into a drinking game. Oh, come on, man. I just want to go home. You know. I got to stay sober. I got to drive, you guys. Enough with these games. I mean, if you really don't want to drink it all, just per- like, guzzle it down aggressively as possible. Just pretend, oh, yeah. You know, just get pumped up. Just fake fake hype, right? Get Clay Criner behind you. Go, yeah, dude, yeah. Make it look like you're really giving it your all. Because that's all that really matters to the drunk people, right? As long as you, dude, that guy's getting trashed. They're not going to notice that it looks like a you're drinking out of water, you know, the drinking from the fire hose. Just doing no, that's good. That's so I was like, well played, dude. But I would be like, well, nope, stop, whistle, nope, fill it up. Try again. Josh Dirksen had an awesome part, and I was not only impressed with his skating, I was actually more impressed with what was on his head. Yeah, he looked I mean he rocked that thing the whole entire time. Hell yeah, man much respect dude now he joins only what a handful of skaters who you know rock helmets you know outside of ramps outside of mega outside of bowls etc mike Valilee, you know andy anderson come to mind you know i see clip you know not clips. i see photos jim thebo's rocking a a helmet these days you know eric dresson i'm looking at my hands are are there any more i mean is that it trying to think you know even even trey the tank has moved on from helmets you know i saw a Edit from his what a week or two ago. It's all grown up now. He's not even rocking the helmet, you know? But yeah, when I saw him rocking that helmet though, I was like, I got excited just as excited as Clay did at six minutes and forty seconds. Yeah, check out how hyped he was there. That's how I felt. I was like, yeah, dude, that's toked. But his skating was excellent too. His, uh, he had a beautiful backsmith. It was the one at six minutes, 45 seconds. So and that one kind of got me sad though. You know, because for some reason it made me think of Grasso. You know, he's just the way he, how, it was just, it was a beautifully done backsmith. And it also reminded me of how I used to be able to do those in transition too. And those are fun. And I miss those, especially that one. that was extra buttery. I need to relearn them. I need to, I do. I need to relearn them soon, very soon. But I'm too scared to try them on anything like higher than me. So, I mean, I'm five foot, five foot, five foot eight, roughly. Anything more, yeah, I can't do anything more than six feet. How do you overcome that fear? Or am I screwed? Like, I just, I mean, maybe I would, actually, let me rephrase that. I would try them on a half pipe, like a backyard wooden ramp. Probably not in a bowl. I don't know why. I would just rather fall on Masonite. You know, I mean, it's just, just the way it is now, you know? I just don't have the guts to lock one in at that height anymore. And it's sad to say that, right? But I saw that I'm like, damn, that was beautiful, very beautiful. Thought of Grasso, thought of my old Smith grinds back in the day. But actually, what's crazy is I mentioned that he reminded me of Grosso, you know, obviously moments ago. But he also reminded me of another, you know, late great Ripper, Tim Brosh, because his line at 652, he had me thinking of beans as well. And I think it's maybe the speed, the trick combos, you know. And you know, obviously, he was uh, goofy-footed. So I just all it had me all flashing back to Tim. You know, seeing him rip it up many, many years ago. Just that line right there, six fifty-two. Just you know, kind of squint your eyes and pretend it's a silhouette. You're like, oh, is that Tim? His ender was ridiculous, though. And I know for a fact that videos and pics do not do that spot justice. Nope, because I I guarantee ninety-seven uh, percent. 97, 97% of the people showing up to that park don't even consider doing anything up there like that. At all. And to do a back tail as well? What? Jeez, Josh. Save some Gnar for the rest of us. Okay? you know, Thanks in advance. But seriously, though. I mean, as I, I, and, and much as I mentioned earlier, much respect on protecting your dome, dude. But that was insane. What do you what do you got up there? I don't even know if I could carve up that. I'm getting sweaty palms just thinking about it. If I did try and carve the backside, I'm not doing front side over that. Hell no. You do it. And the montage moments after you know were filled with some epic hammers. It was nice seeing like the man of the hour, our film director Brock Sheeran, dropping in the mega to attempt what a kickflip back uh, melon. Spoiler alert. Eventually getting it as well broccoli 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 and of course sober brock sober brock <laughs> you see that he's all he turned down that champagne he's all, ah. turned it down like a boss no man sober brock that's how you do it you can rob that man of his things his stuff but well, you can't break brock's spirit nope but that did suck to hear that he got robbed in texas you know during the film and all this but camera was not taken obviously Whew. so but i love the positive attitude about it all too how he, he handled that very cool says a lot about him man and we saw him throughout the entire video we knew he was coming they were leading up to the one and only clay Kreiner. you know like i said they were just a slow build we all knew his part was coming eventually it was coming but what's great about his part is that he finally showed us that he is human That's right, he's human. He's just like the rest of us. Yeah, just like me, you. Well, at least when it comes to nollie tricks. Or, I mean, I guess namely nollie warm-up tricks or nollie attempts when your legs are basically toast-type tricks or attempts. You know, take your pick, whatever. But 1222, (laughs) we got to see how relatable he is to us. Or, okay, maybe not us, but at least for me. At least for me. I was like, hell yeah, Clay! That looks like one of my first few nollie tubs as well these days. I'm like, oh, especially if I don't take the proper, it takes, what, at least 45 minutes for me to warm up now. Yeah, if I don't take a proper 45 minute roughly to an hour to warm up my legs, that's how my nollies look too. It's like no dedication and no pop, just nothing going. His His front leg was saying, not today, Clay. Not today, dude. Nope. I especially love the McConaughey vibes starting at 1147. He's like, why don't you ditch your two dweebs and come with us? You know, all right, all right, all right. I stay the same age. Total dazed and confused vibes there. I was like, yeah, and I'm here for it. I'm all here for it. He can pull it off. Those shades as well for the win. Hell yeah. Help seal the deal, seal the package. Could someone tuning in find and ask, you know, the real Matthew McConaughey to say, we're going to Six Flags you love it how they did that. I did like a pivot. We were going to drive to, uh, where are they going? We're driving to Texas, but nope. We saw the, the Six Flags in the back. Said nope. All right, all right. Going to Six Flags. Yeah. Keeping it real. But as expected, though, Clay's part was amazing. Dude is a force on a board. And I bet if he put out just a few more parts a year, he'd be a Sodi contender for sure. Every year. Y'all heard my pick last week, right? And you know I, I actually I mentioned that acronym in relation to Clay, I'm pretty sure January two thousand twenty one when he had that video pop- part, right? I was just like, damn, if he keeps doing these. We'll be talking about him in Jan- I mean in December. Yeah. He's got the skills to pull it off. Just doesn't have uh the quantity, you know, and which I mean you watch his video parts, so yeah, dude, he's putting it all on the line for this part, you know, no wonder. And it's Ender too. I mean, what do you even call that? Is it a 720 double flip, a double 360 flip? I don't know. Just call them both. Whatever it is, just take a look at how long he floats above his board. It's like Clay was just, it was like he was standing up in the air for like three seconds. He's just standing there, waiting for the board. Whenever you're ready, board, stop flipping. Come to me. Come. Come, board, now. That was nuts. He was up there for so long. Could have like crossed his arms, kind of leaned back a little bit, catch the board, roll away. But that was insane. And then CJ Titus shut the whole damn thing down with a very worthy last part. Another ATV as well, and he's got he's got wicked skills, wicked. I I love that. Don't hold my beer moment. Seventeen twenty eight. Don't hold my beer. Give my give me that. I'm going anyway. That was gnarly just the fact that he's willing to risk it throwing off his balance by about what 16 ounces he was holding it with his right hand yeah right tells you all you need to know about his mindset he's got this not a drop hit the ground either and you hear that lands that skirt he was going fast even after the run out not a drop hit the ground he was consuming that beer some notable tricks. that I wrote about him that I really enjoyed. That caballerial about twenty minutes in, and the shallow end of, the, of that pool. It's like what? It's like that was tight. Like literally tight transition. I dare you to give a shot on that one. Dare you? It's so awkward. And I pretty much loved all of his mega ramp footage. It was yeah? Was that Burnquist's ramp? Yeah, I think it was Burnquist, right? And not just for the tricks, though, but for the sounds. Yeah, see, he took care of me, too. The spinning bearings and wheels in the air. Love it, love it, love it. But he skated that Mega like a mini-ramp with the confidence. That's just how he's just so confident on that. And you know they had to end it with that slowed down, like, yeah, slash, cow sound at the end. Hell, yeah, CJ is a beast. Well done, man. Stup House, the full length was well worth the 22 minutes and 30 seconds I spent watching it. You know, I actually, in fact, I watched it twice. I loved it both times, but keep in mind, at one point during the filming of this video, they drove 20 hours straight. What was it from? Uh, they did Texas to San Diego, right? Or vice versa. So San Diego to Texas, whatever. They drove 20 hours straight. 20 hours. I mean, they obviously rotated. not the same driver. You can't do that. That's insane. They had some cops, you know, pull them over, question. 20 hours. So the least you can do is spend 20 minutes checking this out. Broccoli even thanks you as well. I know he doesn't mind me speaking for him. Thank you in advance. Keep in mind, you're like, dude, this is 22 minutes. Yeah, but they drove 20 hours just to go to a spot to get home for you. You're lucky they even performed for you. Oh, also if it's ever released in physical form, I will buy a copy. I'm putting that on the record. So, but what's really crazy though is this bad boy at 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 least at the time of this recording and when I wrote the notes, it's only 10,000 views. So let's let's bump that number up. I'm I'm holding my thumb up going up up up. Let's get it up like a few hundred. Maybe even a thousand times, you know, put it on when you're at work. Let it go in a you know, loop. Just whatever, you know. Got Clay Kreiner hyping you up. What else do you want? It's a damn good video. You know where you are? You're in the jungle, baby. You'll know that reference when you watch it. See? I'm giving you little subtle hints here, little tips. Oh, and thanks to Scott Loist for tapping me on the shoulder with this one. Thank you. You didn't have to yell in my ear, though, but whatever. I get it, Scott. But, yeah, thanks for tapping me on the shoulder with this one, Scott. I appreciate it. Quick water break. I appreciate it. I'm back. My son had a soccer game earlier. We won today. This is how I say we. Yeah, we won, but but when they lose, they, they lose. But when we win, it's it's we. Now, you may remember me talking about my experience purchasing NFTs via ABD collectibles You know, for my first time back in, what, July? And that's episode 171, if you want to circle back and check it out. That's that's right, you heard that right. I decided to dive into the NFT world, thanks to Mike Moe and his crew. I mentioned it back then, just how easy it was to complete this transaction. My fear was erased completely once I purchased, uh, it was the what the P-Rod NFT's so I'm a uh, proud owner of them as well. Proud owner of all the P-Rod NFTs, even my Commons, the dupe kits, whatever. I mean, I don't have them displayed or anything. You know, they live on ABD Collectibles as a website, and I can go see them anytime. I can watch them. It's just nice knowing that I also own some great moments in skateboarding history. You know, this is just for me. It's not for everyone. You know, but let me tell you one thing though. This is real talk now. It's almost too easy to purchase these NFTs. Yeah, almost too easy cuz I had to refrain from constantly pulling out my credit card, you know, to purchase more. You know, that's how you actually can purchase via credit card. No need for crypto, no Ethereum, no Bitcoin, etc. But per their website, they're working on adding that function down the road, but I'm I'm just fine using my credit card or debit card, you know, in the meantime, that's no big deal. As I said, it's so simple. And no, this is not a paid ad. This is just my experience. It's that easy. If you have, if you're on the fence or have any doubts on, one, on how to do it and you want to do it, trust me. go this route first. But I can definitely see if you don't have like the discipline with your spending habit, habits, you could actually rack up hundreds or thousands of dollars in these skateboarding NFTs like quickly. And what's crazy, like in a sense, this is only just the beginning of it all just such it's an it's in its infancy right now so yeah last night abd collectibles launched series three with Tori pudwell and of course clips from his bigger bang video and all i have to say is regardless of the skater or video i was on a freaking mission to get one of those limited edition legendary refractor cards because i was bummed i was bummed i didn't score one for p-rod and I was too chicken, and it was too early to try buying them for Series 1 with Mike Mo. But I'm all in now. I'm ready for some refractor action, baby. And spoiler alert. Unless you've already seen my Instagram page. I finally scored one. Yeah, what's up? I manifested that thing like a mofo too. I mean, if you don't believe me, watch, go peep their IG post from a couple days ago. You know when they said, "Who's gonna pull Tory's switch flip crook tomorrow?" question mark, and I chimed in. And I said, "I feel it's my turn." Fire emoji, fire emoji, and bam, I got the damn thing. That was such a great feeling though. I was like, hell, I felt like a kid. You know, it feels. Because I truly felt it was my turn, it was, and not only that, I feel it's our turn as well. You should want one. I'm telling you, it's so damn easy, and it's fun too. I mean, it reminds me of you know hunting for rookies back in the day in the junk wax era of you know baseball cards, you know, namely like the steroid era when they were just cranking out packs and just it was just big industry, big money. You know, hunting for like you know '86 Donners, Canseco Seiko, or 84, Mattingly. What Who else? Um, the Upper Deck uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s. Actually, I need to look on one of those. I need to buy one. I'm going to buy it ungraded, of course. But that was good times. Dude. That's how I felt when I was clicking, you know, open pack last night. Which is, I guess, why I'm so pumped to score the one of 300 Torrey Pudwell cards. And I can't wait to hold it in my hand. And, of course, pass it on to my kids. Who could then pass it on to their kids? I don't plan on selling that bad boy anytime soon. Ah, hell no. Well, unless the prices like get completely ridiculous, like where I'm like, what, what? What? Okay, what are the odds of me scoring another one down the road, or maybe buying another one of eBay later at the prices drop? I could sell it now and rebuy it later, save that money. You know what I mean? I could, I could. There could be a way to get it back. But however, when I last looked on eBay, I saw a couple of you know Mike Mo legendary refractors on there. They're about thirty four hundred. Roughly, and it, it looks like the same listing from months ago. So they're not moving, it's not like they're flying off the shelf. And there are a couple of P Rod ones as well. And I saw those range from 800 to 4,000 as well. So it looks like nowhere above 4,000. And you might, you might say, Dude, Rick, you could sell that Tory one for 4,000. No, no, I don't know. I, I would rather save it. That's way too soon, sellers. Way too soon. You have to keep them like for a little longer than that. It's only been a couple years, so I was just like, "Just take it easy. Just take it easy. Let your cards kind of simmer for a bit, slow boil." But that's the thing, though. I'm not in it to make money on it. I legit wanted that refractor card, and I got it. Well, I haven't. I don't have it in my hand yet, but I I, I won one, scored one last night. I want it for my personal collection, my PC. But I do want to continue my skateboard card collection like a little bit more, you know. All I have right now are a couple – I should have pulled them out. I think they're the 411 Video Mag ones. And I can't remember all of them. I think I had – it was an Andy Stone, Chris Markovich, and I have a couple duplicates. I think Eric Costin's. So that's it. Those are the only skateboard cards that I have. But ABD is getting me back in the skateboarding card game, you know and what they're providing is a quality product. You know, that that's the thing. That's what's going to make this company a success. Quality products, quality made products. They just look good. And the website's easy to use. That's I'm telling you, this isn't a paid ad, guys. It may sound like it, but I'm just geeking out on how much I love this just the process, the fun that that I had in the last 24 hours and even, you know, a few months ago when I was getting the other ones. I did look on eBay though for more skateboard cards, at least rare skateboard cards. What else? I wrote down. So there was a 2021 Metal Universe Champion Sky Brown autograph card. I can't remember how much it was. It was it was less than twenty bucks. You know? Yeah, you want a Sky Brown autograph card? Get on there. Put a bid in. Saw so, what else? What else? Uh, 2013 Bam Margera Upper Deck Goodwin Champions card. I didn't even know. I was like Goodwin Champions, huh? An Upper Deck too, but. See what you guys have done over the ABD. You got me hunting, like in hunt mode again. But I have been back in the sports game for a little while now too. My son kind of got into it, so I've been buying a bunch of old ungraded rookie cards that you know I wanted as a kid, but you know either couldn't find or couldn't afford at the time. So it's it's fun for me again. It's perfect time. So if you used to buy cards or you got rid of them or if you're into any of this stuff, I don't know. I highly recommend you at least try this route too. It's fun. It's it's definitely fun. Don't worry about trying to make all the money. And, you know, a lot of people are going to be in it for the money. Though, oh, I, want to, I have to get the, the legendary card because I need to sell it. I need this. Let's get it for the fun. So thank you to Mike, Mo and team, ABD Collectibles. You guys are doing great things. And I already can't wait to see what's in store for Series 4. Series 4 is going to be epic. And you know, you know, I'm going to be gunning for another legendary refractor card. And it's going to happen again. I'm calling it now on this this show. It's going to happen again. I feel that it's my turn again, and yours too. So what about you? Did you cop any of the Series 3 Tory Pudwells? Did you get one? Did you score a card as well? Let me know. Let me know. I know there are at least, what, 300 of them out there. Actually, well, let me rephrase it. I know there are at least 299 of them out there, as I take mine out. no, there's, you, You've got this. You, I feel it now. I feel it now. But seriously, let me know if you have any questions about the process. I am more than happy to help. Like I said, it was easy, very simple. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, is all I have to say for this next one. Finally, and finally, earlier this morning, I watched Tyshawn Jones' latest edit, The General, Hardy's part. And all I have to say is that I was pretty much smiling and laughing the entire 4 minutes and 37 seconds. And you know what? I'm smiling and laughing. That isn't a good thing for guys like my man Jimmy Wilkins or Louis Lopez. Just ask, like, ask Mark Suchu or Mason Silva. They know what's up. Honestly, I was blown away by this edit so much that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break it down this week. I might do the do it next week. Yeah, I, I, and if I have the brain power to process it all, okay. I think it will. I think it will. I'm not gonna hopefully you don't know, have as crazy a week as I did last week. But this one was in the words of Marty McFly Heavy. The tricks, the pop, the fits, the energy, the timing of the drop, and especially, especially the music. Namely, What's My Name by DMX. For one, the song comes with some very subtle messages. It was deliberate. This is probably hand-picked by TJ, because that's the thing. You have to listen to the lyrics very, very closely here, okay? Maybe even turn on the video and just close your eyes and just listen to the message that's being sent, the things being said. Things like, ride or die, what's my name, and I be the best. One more time, here we go again. Game don't stop. Very subtle, Tyshawn. Very subtle. have me rubbing my hands. I'm on to you. Don't think I wouldn't notice a move like that. But why do you have to do this to my guy, Jimmy, though? What did he do to you? He's out there flying around, having the time of his life, good attitude, killing it in the game. And you got to drop this? Not cool, man. Not cool. And this is only part one. There's more. It's to be continued. You did, my man, Jimmy, dirty.